What is up, everybody? This is the Orange Book Podcast, Episode 3. We got Tommy Esberg, Jorge Gonzalez, and me, Jacob Johnson. Uh, All right, Gonzo, what did you want to talk about? Discipline, discipline, discipline. You were disagreeing with me. You said discipline starts off with the big things and not the small things. Yeah, so there's like a huge idea in the Marine Corps that it's the little things that eventually build up your discipline that will translate over to the big things. But I disagree. I think that if you take somebody who's never been disciplined before in their life, I think that you have to start really working with them. It's almost like a muscle. Like, you can't just start doing a whole bunch of different small things. You have to really focus on one big task and motivate them to do that one task. For example, if I took somebody... If somebody was, like, very undisciplined, what I would do first is I would find something that they, you know, very minusculely or very minimally were interested interested in, but they never got, you know, at it. So, like, say they wanted to be physically fit, but they never had the discipline to actually go there every single day. Yeah. I would help them work on that one thing for about a month. And once they have that discipline down, once they have that, you know... It would, they now take it over take it upon themselves to do it then it was easier to add on something else that requires discipline like eating healthier and then you work on work with them on that because if you just take somebody like Cherry yeah. and you're like Cherry you have to you know why is your room dirty fucking fix that shit and then you know he gets yelled at and he ends up fixing it that's not him that's not making his discipline better he's not gonna be because of that one time he cleaned his room, he's not going to be better at everything else. I think that you really have to work with him every single day for him to build that discipline muscle and to, once he gets one thing down, then add something else, and then add something else, and then add something else. Because I was, you know, I think I adapted well to the rank Corps because I became disciplined in like two things, which was like, you know, paying the bills because I lived on my own for a little bit, and then exercising every single day. And then once I joined the Marine Corps, because I was good at those two things, all the other things that required discipline weren't as hard because I had that discipline muscle to take care of myself. Um, I think that there are like two different kinds of discipline when you kind of, when I think about it at least. So like the discipline that drives you to go to the gym every single day, I feel like that is commitment discipline. And then the discipline that tells you, hey, make sure your uh, room is clean, your rack is made, and you know your ejection port cover is closed. I think that's more integrity-based discipline. So commitment discipline obviously comes from your heart and your drive and your determination to actually do something, which then you know kind of uh, manifests itself in discipline. And then integrity discipline. Is just doing what you think is right and you know having the fucking balls to tell yourself this is what I need to do I'm gonna discipline myself and do the right thing but do you think that me correcting somebody who doesn't have that stuff down every single day do you think that would eventually if I yell at somebody who never has their rack made every single day to fix their rack do you think eventually they'll get a haircut on time and shave in the morning because of it I think you need to really explain why why you think it's important? You need to sell the idea to them. I th- I think it's a lack of 
a disciplined mentality. I think because it's like you have, you really have to have the habit, I think, to make yourself do something that you don't want to do. For example, like if I like the age of like 13 to fucking 17, I would just watch Netflix play video games anytime I wasn't at school, right? And I didn't really see the worth of doing stuff that I didn't feel like doing, mm. right? But then once I was living on my own, I had to go to work to be able to eat, right? Because I moved out at seventeen, so I had, like, I had to do it. And then I learned that discipline muscle that because I had to work to do that, then I got to, I got a reward from it. So you as a leader should help them do something that they don't want to do every single day and then show them the benefits of it and then show them like sell them on it and then congratulate them every single, like once they start doing it so like if you were forcing not really forcing but like trying trying to motivate somebody who's very lazy and unfit to go to the gym every single day and you were there with them and you were like and then after a month you're like damn you're looking way better like you start you know talking them up mm-hmm. then they'll start wanting to do it themselves and then their self-image will be more important to them. And then now, you know, they've done something that they've never thought they would be able to do before. And now they take on something else. And now they take on something else. So I don't, I don't think people like Cherry or who else is like super undisciplined? Sprat. Right. I don't think their self-image is really that important to them. I don't think... No, I think it just kind of all comes down to how much they really care about... Right. Because mm. I think... Like their their laziness overcomes their I'll get bitched at later for this. Yeah. Like they would rather yeah. lay there and then wait to get yelled at before just doing the right thing. You yeah. don't give a fuck. So I think factors. you just have to work like like that. There's a lot of shit I procrastinate on, but I've gotten almost like a muscle. I've trained to almost like I have to do this eventually and then I'll just do it right now and I'll do something that I don't really want to do right now so I think that really you have to slowly work up to something like that instead of like when somebody goes to boot camp now they have to do a whole bunch of shit they don't want to do but it's like super fast paced and they're, they have this huge momentum ball rolling behind them that they're so used to like going all the way and then they 10 days boot leave and then now they're right back to where they were mm-hmm. being like lazy and, and I don't have to do anything so I won't do anything and they go to ITB where they're really fast paced again. They have to, they're getting blasted for everything, and then they're lazy again. And then they hit the fleet, and then now they only do stuff when they're getting blasted for it. Instead of slowly building up somebody's work ethic to get to that speed of like, for example, if we had no work, no day job, we were just sitting in these squad base for six months. Mm-hmm. I would still be working every single day on something. Yeah, of course. I've gotten that work ethic muscle, which is the same as you two. Mm-hmm. But also, like, Gonzo, yours has gotten better since you've been on deployment. Like, I remember you playing video games in your room back in San Mateo. I don't think you'd be doing that immediately after work. I think your yeah. first thing after work would probably be going to the gym or going to fucking kickboxing or, or fucking doing yoga or something. And then you'd be going and playing video games. At the very end, is like a fucking reward. Yeah totally different right or you'd be reading books or you'd be like you'd be working you'd be working and that's because your work ethic muscle has been built up 
over the deployment. Yeah. Because we've been doing it together, we've been forced to hang out with each other. So I think you hung around people that went to the gym. I think that's what happened with Kuzimano and Discord. I think that happened to all of us where we started hanging out with people who were also going to the gym. There's nothing else to do. So it's almost celebrated, you know, working out, yeah. reading books. Like, we're all reading books in that squad right now. Like, not just this group, but there's a whole so like, fucking book stacks under every other rack right. now. Yeah. Right, be- Doc. And that's, that's all because of the work ethic, like, being built up. Zamora is a better Marine now because of this deployment. And that's because he's been around people who have been working out every single day. Now yeah. he's working out every single day. It's about collaboration. Yeah. I think it's about more working on the big stuff that's enjoyable to learn and to work on and to eventually build that makes you disciplined in other, in other things. I feel like, for me, a big part of self-improvement was not so much the discipline, <clears throat> but the influence of other people, seeing that they're putting in work, and then just them, looking at them do something just makes me feel, once I'm not doing anything, I just feel like you know, I should be doing this, and I just start doing it. Yeah. On my own, and I just don't feel like a slob anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a little bit of competitiveness too. Like yeah. You want to be a little bit better than everybody else, right? Of course. But your discipline has gotten better because of that, right? Yeah. So definitely. I think that's how you build somebody's discipline. Is by collaboration and working together, and you know, creating a culture of becoming better instead of what you like. You get to shave every single day because that's how you build discipline. You have to get a Nice haircut. I feel like I think no. I feel like um, that kind of stuff, um, like shaving every day, haircuts every week, closing rejection port cover. I think um, just kind of the way that we like implement it, like you know, with our like disciplinary actions, just always like getting each other's asses, and it always results in getting your ass chewed, and blah blah blah. I feel like that's what takes so much away from it, and that's why people get so demotivated. And that's why they just want to, oh, like, fuck this, fuck that, I'm not doing that. And, oh, how is that, like, building discipline? I feel like um, it's really, it's really like, blanketed by the fact of how everybody kind of looks at it and how everybody reacts when someone doesn't follow it. And, um, yeah, that makes people think down on it. But I feel like if we actually fostered a culture that, like, was more, like, you know, a little more easygoing and a little more... Um, inclined to explain why and kind of like really talk about it with each other like maybe the platoon can talk about it with each other and you know figure out why it's really important and um, that'd be a lot better I kind of feel like it comes down to like maybe not like discipline but like attention to detail because I learned a long time ago that attention to detail is like super important working with my dad because that's what puts him above all the other fucking tile contractors in the Bay Area. Yeah, definitely. um, I could could relate to that. Yeah, so I feel like just like having that, you know, having that like, I guess that discipline to look out for the small things and even it's just like the stupidest little thing, you know, just doing it just for the sake to do it and just for the sake of like you know, because, like, shit like that, when I do stupid shit that really doesn't mean anything except for the sake of discipline, it makes me feel better. You know, it makes me, like, okay, yeah, I got that done. Yeah. I did it. And then, like, 
it, sometimes I'll like even make up my my own like little stupid things like every time I walk by this I'm gonna touch this and then like if I do it once I, I think to myself fuck now if I never do it again I'm gonna feel like I'm undisciplined and then I literally like I walk by that and I touch that thing every single time is this a specific scenario that you're talking about like what's this case that you're touching like what are you touching that's just something I would do I'm sure I've oh. done <laughs> I'm sure I've done that specifically but like I always like make up these little like these little tiny like disciplinary actions for myself to follow for some weird fucking reason I don't know if anybody else is like that but um when I accomplish it you know it's just like a small little goal even though it's repetitive it's like a small little goal small little task and it makes you feel better every time you get it done so I think that's part of it and attention to detail and overall um integrity type discipline like I was talking about earlier Right. That's why I'm not a non-believer of discipline in the small things. I just think that from a leadership perspective, like that's the end goal, right? Is to right. have somebody who is disciplined in all the small things. Mm-hmm. But I think to get to somebody, get somebody to the point where they're disciplined in the small things, you have to get them motivated about being disciplined yeah. in one yeah. thing. Yeah, of course. Right. Because you can't just tell somebody. Because I think that's how that's like that's that. how the Marine Corps approaches it, though. Yeah, it's like, like have, yeah, go ahead. Just like take like somebody's keeps fucking up on four different like Cherry's boots this morning were all fucked up. He his boot blasting was like super fucking low, and then yeah, and then like he just got blasted for like three things all like all of a sudden, and I don't think he's going to be better about it because of that one episode. He's going to complain about it. He's going to complain about it. Like, this fucking supervisor is important. And it's just going to end up worse. Yeah. yeah, and then three days when people forget about it, he's going to wear the same boots again and lower boot blessings. So I think as the point of view of a leader, you should take Cherry, find something that motivates him, and then work with him to build discipline to work on that one thing. And once he has the muscle the disciplined muscle being worked every single day, then it will be easier to transition into other things, such as wearing clean boots and, you know, higher up boot blossoms. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, when I, like, when I have a company that has employees under me, I want to be very day-to-day coaching in things that they are interested in, even if it's not super beneficial to the company. Right. Yeah. So, like, if, you know, I find out somebody in my team is really into, I don't know, yoga. I want to, like, keep checking in and see how well they're doing on Something it. Something you could also relate to, like, weightlifting. You can see yeah. they're, like, yeah, exactly. bringing in their meal preps every day. Like, oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And then, like, you know, just, like, keep asking them questions about it, you know. You know get them, like, if they're really motivated about it, I want them thinking about stuff like that. Yeah. And then I want it to be a safe place for them to, like, Maybe they have to cut out early for a class. So, like, hey, I got, you know, a yoga comp... Or a yoga, I got a kickboxing competition later today. Would you mind if I cut off work? I'd be like, hell yeah. Cut it. Like, I want you to fucking focus Get on Get the things. rest of the office to go and yeah. cheer you on. Because once they're disciplined in one thing that they really enjoy, then discipline will translate over into the company. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, it would be way more enjoyable place to work at if the work... The place you work at is very accepting of your hobby and your aspirations but if I take on somebody that has no aspirations at all has no like doesn't want to do anything I don't really want to take on that person I'd rather have somebody who's you know he really wants to be a marketer 
but mm-hmm. he's also really interested in jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, Dad? Mm. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, when OT was talking about the little things, such as ejection port closures being closed, I guess he was trying to give off that idea of the same idea you get as when you tie your bootlace. We want everything to be done uh, subconsciously, where you just, just like a tying your shoelace. Tie, you already know how to do it. Uh, and then in the mornings you're just doing it and then you're talking to somebody while you're doing it I guess he just wants us to do uh, those little things I guess for them the little things are the discipline so yeah so, closing the injection board cover without thinking about it yeah I guess I wouldn't say that was a big breakthrough having the whole platoon talking together because no. I could still hear like uh, a little mumbling coming from Kampa he's like not even in the desert yeah. he's like you know, but still, it's like that mental uh, integrity, as Edsberg said, the integrity of doing it yourself and not being a shitbag, you know? You know you're supposed to do it. Why not do it? But just making little excuses as in, we're not even in the desert. We're not going to ever get shot at. It's like, you know, just... Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, his argument is like, if you do the small things long enough, eventually you won't think about exactly. putting on clean boots. Eventually, you won't think about, you know, keeping high bootlace, uh, you know. But it's, it's like, it's not like Cherry's, it's not like he's actively, like he forgot to put on clean boots. I think that he just doesn't care. I yeah. think that he on purpose wants to look super senior and wear sunglasses in formation. And yeah, I think that's his problem. It's not like he, oh, whoops, I wore dirty boots. I wore, like, he, he just like, I'm, fuck, I'm, I'm salt dog, I wear He just has that... He feels entitled. Exactly. So you have to work with him. Like you, you don't. You can't just. Yeah. You gotta work with him and try to motivate him as yeah. to why, you know, like his problem yeah. is just you know personal appearance of why that's actually important and why it's you know important to wear your uniform with some fucking pride. Um, I know we always fucking just talk shit about mm-hmm. being here in general and being motivated and whatnot, but. At some point, you were motivated to join. At some point, you do feel fucking proud to be a Marine. So why don't you just fucking own up to it and actually have some pride when you're putting on your uniform every day? That's what his fucking problem is. I think that yelling at somebody to fi- to you know fix a bad habit that they're doing or something that they're fucked up on is a very short-term solution to a long-term problem. Yeah. I think... Which, I mean, there's times when it's needed. I mean, mm-hmm. we're doing a, a range and he's running in the wrong direction. Fucking retard. Like, short-term yeah. solution. Like, fix the problem. Like, you're running in the wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that you need. Like, that's a tool for that situation. But you can't just short-term solution every single problem that this person has. Yeah. Because he'll never, you'll never fix the long-term problem. You'll probably even break it more. Mm-hmm. Like, he's trying to repair a window with a hammer. Like, you're, you're fixing. You're, you're not fixing the situation. Yeah. Um, I remember this one time we finished this uh, it was actually the end of McCree remember when everyone was dying on that death march yeah coming back to the up to the, the hill up to the mountain oh on the very last yeah the very last oh, okay. march like going up first arms and coming down it oh that shit was all awesome, the way down dude. to the sand pit stopped at that mountain and then finally made it pushed up 
in that little hill and walked all the way to Mattel till we got to the that last little hill by the fucking pool. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. That was so fucking yeah. Um, good man. Once we when we when we stopped uh at the basketball courts at the bastards quad, I heard as we dropped packs. I was just overhearing Captain Jellica say to LT, "We're a shame based society." And what did he, he say? Sh- we're uh we're Shamed. ashamed based society. And then he gave the example of uh, if you're in a, in a fighting hole and you start taking contact, you have uh the fear of getting shot at, obviously, but you're also gonna be ashamed <laughs> if you get up from your hole and run away from and just leave your brother behind. You'd be ashamed of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would run a lot. Well, that is that run that does run a lot in the in the military and anywhere really, just being ashamed of it. And I feel like using a lot of examples of us being in a shame based based society could help improve those uh, long term. Maybe if you dwell, if you harp on it enough, and use. Uh, enough uh, examples I feel like it would help the long term problem I think I think you could build that with like brotherhood like if if me and my biological brother were in a fighting hole and I ran away like I couldn't do it because I'm leaving my brother behind yeah but if you build such hardcore camaraderie with people by you know, training together and having fun together and being in shitty situations together. Instead of blasting each other and building, burning bridges between each other and building fucking bigger walls, yeah. instead embracing the brotherhood that we're all in the shitty situation together and let's yeah. all have a good time anyway, let's all make jokes, let's all do that. I think that's way better of building that not run away because your brothers are inside the hole with you. Yeah. yeah. You know what sucks is that's how it's fucking supposed to be too. Yeah. That's what I joined for. Yeah, I I don't know if that's what I joined for, but, like, when I was telling, like, my mom about, like, just how we all pretty much damn near hate each other, she's like, really? Like, you know, like, I always thought it was, like, you know, called the Brotherhood, and, yeah. you know, you guys are, like, you know, there for each other's fucking, till your last, work, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, it's, it's not really like that. It's super, like, high school. Yeah, it's... Drama in between us all. Like we all, we all went through fucking four years of high school besides these two fucks, and now it's just like four years of high school all over again. It's, I mean, you you have like your your dudes, like you always got your dudes, who like you are fucking, you know, in a brotherhood with. But um, like one of our fucking more senior guys who's been around the block a few times, he always talks about how. Um, we're always like split up into different cliques and how uh, that's a bad thing and yeah it, it really is because you know, I feel like if it were to come down to it and there were actually fucking rounds flying down range like I would drop like any of the little fucking you know problems I have with anybody you know Definitely. in my platoon in my whole company really I, I've heard because I'm the first one in the military in my direct family that's been in during non-war time. Right. So when they talk about it, it's like diehard brotherhood. So I, I think that this is just a symptom of peacetime Marine Corps. Yeah. Which kind of bothers me. But 
I think it's because uh, we're about to be you know we're about to be the fucking senior dude to the leadership so mm-hmm. I think it's up to us we have an opportunity to actually get rid of that fucking bullshit yeah. and actually lead the new guys coming in the correct way yeah we have to yeah and then that will carry down to the next guys under them too like we'll affect way more than the people we're just teaching to definitely the way we work with them with our new guys the way we teach would be a lot a lot of influencing yeah anyway that's our time um stay tuned nobody who's listening for tomorrow (laughs)